Oh, welcome, welcome. I am Dr. Sheikha Square. Thank you for joining. I want to talk today about a question that I got after my last um, discussion, which was um, on making sure that you invest, understanding the importance of investing your money, whether you are an aspiring entrepreneur, a current entrepreneur that's been in business for many, many moons, or if you are working inside of an organization. So something that came up though, is the person said, well, I really wish I was an entrepreneur, but I have, I don't know how to, how and where to start or what that looks like for me. And that's, that's normal as well. There's this, this, um, almost this, costume almost to being an entrepreneur. It's really glorified, but the people that are glorifying it, and I'm guilty of it as well, we don't talk as much about um, the pitfalls and the dedication required inside of being an entrepreneur. So I want to I wanna talk about how to, not necessarily the pitfalls, unless you want to know about those, uh, in becoming an entrepreneur but more so, I want to talk about um, how you really avoid the burnout of starting your own thing, whatever that thing is. How do you avoid the burnout of it? So one way, one sure, all-encompassing way to avoid much of the burnout I mean, aside of the self-work and the things of that nature that you will always have to do that I believe in. I just woke up from, well, I wasn't asleep, but I was relaxing most of uh, the day. But one of the ways you can avoid feeling like, uh, this is stupid, is to stay in your lane. This was the advice that I gave the person, to stay in your lane. And so much of what I want to talk about is understanding that there's power in your lane. There's power when you stay in your gift. There's power when you stay in your craft. And there's power when you stay in your skill, your lane, when you mind your business. I got a book called Mind Your Business. I'm so serious. It's official. You must learn to mind your business. That's better than I like power in your lane too. So we're going we're gonna to dabble between the two. So you must learn to mind your business. And I don't mean just keep secrets, stay to yourself when I say mind your business. And that's what that book is about. It's literally mind your affairs, mind your craft, mind your skills, mind your gifts. Because when you do that, what happens is you start to hone in on the energy that's for you. Like you can't focus on the energy that's for tomorrow or next week or next year. You have enough energy for today. But even more so, you have enough energy to do what you're designed to do today. You have enough energy to do what you're designed to do today, not what the next person is designed to do today. So I, perfect example. So I got my hair braided, right? I know how to braid hair. Oh, I think I do. That's the thing. Every time somebody else brings my hair, I've been like, dang, this looks way better than when I do it. <laughs> so I know I know a little something, but it takes me double, if not triple the time um, to do what they do in a fraction of the time. And it looks better when they do it. Because many of the people that get in my head, many, not all, I've had some people, you be like, keep your day job, um, are skilled to do hair. 
So that's their job. That's their lane. And they do it better. So for me to open a braid shop and I'm the only braider would be ridiculous because it's like, girl, if you don't sit down, first of all, everybody's going to be in there entirely too long. Secondly, you know, it's not going to look like somebody who's skilled and gifted to do that. So when understanding how to really maximize your energy with your skills and your talents, Stay in your lane. There's power in your lane. So somebody asked me, well, how is it that you don't, how can you do all of this stuff and you accomplish all of this stuff so quickly? Because I do what I'm called to do. I do what I feel I was designed to do, what I was created to do, and what I'm not only good at, what I enjoy doing. So I enjoy helping people be their best selves and what that looks like. And I enjoy helping them get to their best money because that helps you also open up space to be your best self. So they work in tandem. You be your best self, you make more money, you make more money, you, you learn it, you know. Anyway, and so that's what I'm called to do. So I open up businesses, create products and services around my gifts, my skills, and my talents. I don't attempt to open up uh businesses around things that I don't enjoy. Now, I won't say that I don't know enough about because I might enjoy it and learn about it. But if I don't enjoy it, it's going to be draining and it's going to be taxing. And there's, and so understanding that there is definite power and strength in staying in your lane. When you bounce out of your lane is when you start to feel fatigued because now you have to do extra stuff to be somebody else. And sometimes we say, oh, well, somebody is a realtor and they winning at it. And you don't even like houses. You like apartments. So how are you going to, how are you going to do that? Like, you don't even like grass that comes <laughs> with residential areas. Like, so like, instead of, in, instead of trying to be someone else, figure out who you are, figure out how to be the best at what you do and what it is you're supposed to be doing and don't forsake that. Like I, I like the analogy of a person, let's say when people used to get their shoes shined and people would look at it like, oh, you're just a shoe shine person. But what if this person is so good that people come from miles around to get their shoes shined so they can feel special for their day and then they radiate more energy? So how many people is that impacting? Or like when you go to your favorite grocery store, like I like the Whole Foods on Broad. I like that one. They so nice. And you know, it's fun. You see everybody, you know, I'm from New Orleans. And so at that one, they're smiling. You know, some of the people, they are designed to be in their particular level of expertise. And what happens is when you are in your um, area of excellence, then you bring more energy, you bring more zeal, you bring more excellence to that. And then that radiates to everybody around you. So it's going to be super important that you learn how to be in your area of excellence and stop trying to be somebody else. That is how you stay nurtured in what you do. That is how you stay energized in what you do. I can't say that in what I do, I don't have times when I'm like, am I doing the right things? But it's it's so much like air. And I talked about this before that what else is there? And so when you find that sweet spot where you're doing something, whether, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you go out and start your own business. It doesn't have to be that. That could be it. It could be, you know, you are the best assistant. You are the best, you know, chicken cutter, like whatever it is. Like if you are the best at it and you love it, 
that is your area and stay in your area until you feel called to do something else. And that's how you avoid a lot of the strain, the resistance and the exhaustion that you see from people who are doing something just for the money or just for the, the fame. They, you know, you have to start filling voids that come along with that. And that's another conversation. So avoid that period and do what you're called to do. Be in your area of excellence. And then that will allow you to then avoid certain things that come along with being frustrated when you're doing something that somebody else is called to do. Um, and so that's what I really wanted to talk about 